Lord, we thank you for your presence this evening, Lord. Thank you, Lord, you never fell, Lord, on me with your people, Lord. Thank you, Lord, you are the present help in the time of trouble. Thank you that you are the one that said will never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. We know the Lord, your word will never fail, O oh God. Father, we believe that tonight you've come to move with your people, Lord. You come to speak to your people tonight, Lord. Father, we just desire to get ourselves out of the way tonight, Father. Lord, we just pray, oh Lord, are you moving a sovereign way in the service? Lord, you know every need, you know every heart, you're a God. You know those that are online, a Father's trim, and Lord, you see all things, Father. Lord, we pray, may your mercy walk in this evening, Lord. May you step on the scene tonight, Lord. Lord, may you speak tonight, Lord. May you be the hearer tonight, Father. I just want to come in the service into your hands, Lord. Truly, your presence is here, Lord. Have your way, your God, Lord, we pray. Pray you be with our brother Ed, the pastor, Lord God. Anoint him, Lord, and strengthen him, Father. Pray you give him a safe journey back, Lord God. May you be with us tonight, O God. We exalt this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the music. Thank you, musicians. God is faithful. Amen. He's true. He never fails, amen. Amen. We're trusting in him tonight, amen. That speak to us in a sovereign way. Amen. Amen. We sure wanna sure nice to be back, amen. We were away last week and we had a wonderful time in Louisiana at the camp there and we didn't minister in the service there, but we were glad the Lord granted us grace to be part of those meetings there and 
to be born, to be able to join the shoulders with the brothers there and amen and, and to be used of the Lord to, to encourage the young people there at the camp amen and uh, we can sure testify without any shadow of days that God moved in a special way amen and we sure thank the Lord for that and and uh, we, we do bring greetings from the saints there, Brother Tim, Brother Timothy Priest, they all send you greetings. Man, we had the opportunity to spend one night at Brother, Brother Joe Adams' house, and, and he does send his greetings as well, Brother Aaron Oglesby. They all send you greetings, the saints there, and they really say, God bless you all, amen. And, and they look forward to see us, and amen, it was a blessing, amen. God truly brought over his people there, and Brother Ron, Brother Andrew Spencer, and Brother Don Reagan were the speakers. And God used them in his very sovereign way. And uh, we sure thank the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord for the service this, this morning. Brother Moses, God bless you. Amen. Truly, we are the bride of Christ. Amen. And, and it's sure good to be back home. Amen. Amen. Well, let's take a Bible's this evening. Amen. And just want to trust in the Lord this evening. Amen. Let's open the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 15 from verse 21 to 28. Amen. I sure thank for the Lord how he moved here as well over the weekend. We had really good reports from the meeting of Brother Tim Dodd. And, amen. I sure grateful to the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. Matthew 15 from verse 21 to verse 28. So then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out, came out of, the, of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away. For she cried after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped them, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, and he answered and said, It is not me to take the children's bread and cast it unto, to, the, to cast it to dogs. And she said, Through the Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee even, even as thou wilt. And the daughter was made whole from that very hour. Amen. Let's also open to the book of Psalms, verse 27. Psalm chapter 27, sorry. Psalms chapter 27. Amen. I want to read from verse 1 to verse 6, Psalm 27. So the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. As a doe and horseshoe encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. Wanting of a desire of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord 
all the days of my life to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And then shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies ring to base me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifice of joy. I will sing here, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of the word. Amen. You may have your seats. Amen. Amen. It was some tours there when the Lord laid this thought on our hearts. Amen. I believe God is more in control than we think. Amen. God knows every event that will happen before they happen. Amen. And he makes sure that he always encourages us in the time of trouble. Amen. Our title this evening is Press On. Amen. Press On. Amen. You've come to a point but he's saying to you, press on. Amen. If we want to find a reason to, a reason to give up or a reason to turn back, the enemy has got many for us. Amen. You know, when the people, there are people that try to find a reason to live the message, people are trying to find a reason to turn away from the word of this age. And the Lord gave them many a reason to turn away. The devil gave them many a reason to turn away from it. So if you're looking for a reason to be discouraged, if you're looking for a reason to be down, the enemy is going to give you many a reason. Amen. But if you're looking for a reason to press on with the Lord, the Bible is full of it. If you're looking for a reason to reach on higher, the message is full of it. Amen. Let me say this to you. We are living in a season and there are trials that are going to come our way. There are things that are going to happen to us that we might not be able to understand. There are things that will come away we won't be able to explain. Amen. You see, Paul will say to us in, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14, and say, Brethren, I can't know myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind him and reaching forth unto those things which are before him, is that I press towards the mark of the price of the high cost of Christ and of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. In other words, what Paul was saying is that my goal is on the message. Amen. My goal is on what the purpose or the reason why the message came. Amen. And this morning we had the reason why this message came. Amen. This message came to bring out a bride for Jesus Christ. Amen. You see Rebecca that day when she stood at the well. Amen. And Eliezer came and told her the message. And said to her, there's a bridegroom um, that is looking for a wife. Um, and Rebecca made up her mind and she said, um, I will go. And she said, I'm going to get on this journey. You see, when Rebecca got on the journey and they started to move towards the tent of the tent of Isaac, many things happened from the house of Rebecca to the tent of Isaac. But you see, Rebecca never turned their back. Um, on the road going there, um, there were storms that came. There were moments that the sun was so hard. Um, there were moment that the rain fell. There were moments that the wind blew. But you see, Rebecca said, I am not turning back. I am going to press on. Even though I haven't seen this Isaac, but I'm going to go all the way. I am not turning back. Let me say this, church. We have no reason to back down on the enemy. We have every reason to press on. There's a promise that's been given to this bride. There's a promise that's been given to you. You don't have to turn back. You don't have to back down on the enemy, but press on to the mark of the high column in Christ Jesus. Amen. 
Is he on the journey, Rebecca? Even though there were trouble on that journey. But you know what she said? She said, Eliezer, tell me more. Tell me more about Isaac. I don't care about the trouble on the road. I want to hear about Isaac. I tell this brightest on the journey. Don't worry about the trials. Don't worry about the troubles. They will come. You are not going to be able to avoid them. But you get down on those tapes and hear what Eliezer's got to say about the Isaac that you're about to meet him. That is where you will get your courage to press on in this battle. Oh, hallelujah. Friend, this message does not come to us. We have not been caught and elected to quit when the moment that troubles comes away. This message didn't come to tell us when trouble come quit. This message didn't come to tell us that when situations come, when, when, when circumstances arise, turn your back and walk away from it. Amen. Are you women this evening? That is not what this message came to say to us. But this message came to say, press on. Press on. Amen. It was Brother Bram that laid on his bed that morning when he woke up and he had his hand with his back. And as there's a voice that started to speak to him, instead of saying to him, press the bottom. He said, press the bottom. Keep pressing the bottom. If only you knew what is on the other side, keep pressing the bottom. And it was in that moment that God took him beyond that curtain of time. If you want to go beyond that curtain of time, you've got to have to press the bottom. Hallelujah. That's what that angel told the prophet. You've got to press the bottom for you to get on the other side. Trouble are going to arise, but don't turn back. Give it all to Jesus. He is in control, not in his out of place. Oh, hallelujah. There is no one thing that is out of place. But God is in control. Amen. We call ourselves to be the seed of Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Abraham didn't give up because his body was old. Abraham didn't give up because Sarah's womb was barren. Abraham didn't give up because the people around him told him, Abraham, there is no way that you're going to have a child of this age. Abraham didn't give up, but Abraham said, God promised me. Oh, hallelujah. He said, God promised me. I don't care what the facts are saying. I don't care what the odds are being. God promised me that I'm going to have a child. It doesn't matter how old I am. I am going to have a child, and I am going to press on every single day and I'm going to repeat the promises of God because that's what he told me oh hallelujah you want to see something change in your life start, start speaking those promises you see there's so many times that we speak more about the problem than about the promise that's the reason why we feel discouraged and feel down I say this because I have been there before but if we will start to talk about the promises if we start to talk about what the Bible says about us, if we start to say what the message says about us, I tell the Satan will have no way to discourage you or to discourage me. Oh, hallelujah. Even though every heart was against him, even though every fact was against him, but he said, I'm going to press on. Amen. Romans chapter 4, verse 8 and 21 says, talking about Abraham. 
is that who against hope believed in hope that he may become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall they seen be him and is that being not weak in faith Amen. Is that being not weak in faith? He considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old. Neither neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Is that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Amen. Is that him being fully persuaded? Oh, hallelujah. Being fully persuaded that what he had promised him, he was able to perform it. Amen. And friend, that is you in there. Amen. That is not just Abraham in there. That is you in there. Amen. You're being fully persuaded that God promised me about a change. God promised me a deliverance. God promised me my healing. Why should I back down? That is my promise. I'm going to be persuaded by him and I'm going to press on him until I obtain that promise. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Whatever God has promised you, I want you to say to you this evening, don't back down on it because God is going to bring it to pass. Because God said it. And if God said it, he'll bring it to pass. Amen. There is nothing that is going to stop it. Amen. Let thousands of demons line up against him. It won't be able to stop it. Amen. Let circumstances arise. It won't be able to stop it. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. If only you can hold on it. Amen. I hope you're catching on this evening, church. I stood at work on Thursday and we were going to towards a certain direction for this evening. But as I stand to work that evening that day and I was just walking away and, and I said, Lord, well, I guess this is the direction you have us go. And someone spoke and said, no, go tell my people to press on. Hallelujah. He said, go tell my people to press on. Friends, I don't know what God is bringing our way, but it's saying press on, bride of Christ. Don't turn your back now. Don't give up now. Oh, hallelujah. You've got a loved one that you're praying for. Don't give up on them, amen. Press on with all your heart, amen. Oh, hallelujah. I was born in a believer's home, amen. My dad is a preacher, amen. I was raised, I had this message as a baby raising up. Oh, but the the enemy deceived me and took me in the world. But I want you to know something. Before the trial came for my family, the senior boy in the world, God had already prayed him through, amen. Before I went in the world, God had prayed me through, amen. When I was standing in that world, there were certain things I couldn't do. Even though I tried my best, I couldn't do them. Why? It was God that was keeping me because he had a purpose, amen. And there was not enough demons to defeat that purpose, amen. And I'm saying to him, press on, amen. Press on for your loved one, amen. God will bring them back home. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Before you go through the trial, you go through. God made sure that you were ready for that trial. He said he will never give you more than what you can handle. Amen. Before you went through the fire, he made sure he had been through the fire already. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, you woman this evening. He's already had a testimony service about you. The trial never came. 
with our first Satan and Jesus, or God having a conversation about that trial. And before God made that challenge to Satan, he made sure that he had taken you through everything that you needed to go through to be ready for that trial. Are you with me this evening? When that trial comes, he sits on his throne, resting, knowing that you are going to overcome. Knowing that you are going to come through. Amen. God is never going to let the enemy defeat his children. Amen. Never is going to go, God allow that. Amen. Whatever you go through, realize that there's been a testimony service. Amen. Now Satan had to go to God and ask him for permission to be able to touch you. Amen. Whether it be an affliction in your body, whether it be trouble in your home, I want you to know that he had to get a permission to be able to walk in there. But before he got that permission, God had already made you ready for him hallelujah oh hallelujah amen amen I, I don't know how many facts are against you this evening I don't know how many odds are against you this evening. I don't know what a doctor's report says, amen. I don't know what a situation is like at home, amen. But I want you to know something this evening, that God is on the scene, amen. God is right there with you, amen. God hasn't left you even one bit, amen. He's right there next to you. He's watching you go through it, amen. There are angels right there with you, amen. Don't you worry about what you're going through. Just press on, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Don't let Satan rob you of your victory, amen. Don't let him rob you of your deliverance, amen. You were just right at the verge of your breakthrough, amen. Oh, hallelujah. You are the verge of your breakthrough, amen. Don't let Satan stop you now. Press on, amen. Push your way through, amen. We're living in the season of the battle of God and so hot. Satan has got all his army and the enemies. They're fighting against this bride as much as they can. Amen. But I want you to know in the heat of this battle, the captain is standing there. Amen. The captain is standing right there in the heat of this battle. Amen. This is the season that we've been called to possess a mountain. This is the season that we've been called to be the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. Amen. He put you in Laodicea for a purpose. Amen. He could have put Paul here, but he put you here. Amen. Are you women this evening? Amen. He could have put Timothy here, but he put you here. He's got confidence in here. Amen. Satan has been trying to discourage you and trying to bring you down. But it's time to press on. Amen. It's time for you to get out of your ashes that you've been sitting on. Amen. God is going to restore everything that you've that Satan has taken away from you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you women this evening. He's going to restore everything, amen. The story of Job didn't end with Job on the ass heap. The story of Job ended with Job being restored. A double portion of what he had lost. Hallelujah. Don't you worry about the trial you are in. He's going to restore all things. Press on, amen. Job pressed on. Job didn't deny God. Job didn't turn his back on God. But Job pressed on him until he obtained a promise. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 
Amen. What does it mean to press on? What does it mean to press on? It's to have faith in what God said. Have faith in the word of God. Not in what it means to press on. Abraham had faith in what God said. And with that only, he pressed on until he received the promise. Amen. You see, here was this woman. and You see, this woman, you know, she, she had had a baby Jesus. See, she wasn't a Jew, but she has had a baby Jesus. And she had a baby, you know, a prophet by the name of Isaiah prophesied about 800 years ago. About a Messiah coming and... And he was supposed to come and bring deliverance, was supposed to come and set the captive free and, and break the bands of the enemy and bring the prisoners out of prison. And, and surely she no doubt have had many testimony about this man called Jesus. He had heard about Jesus that, you know, Jesus one time there was a centurion that, that had, had, had a servant that was sick and, and went to Jesus and Jesus healed the centurion's servant. He had had one of his disciples, mother-in-law, was, was sick, and Jesus had healed them. You know, she had had it, you know, Jesus walked on water, and, you know, she had had all different things. She had obeyed the famous man by the name of, uh, by the name of Legion. You know, everyone knew Legion in those days, amen. And, and she had had an incredible story that, you know, Legion, who, who was living in the tombs, is back home. Amen. Since the day Legion came in contact with Jesus, Legion is back home. Legion is back home with his family. Legion is back to be a husband again. And Legion is back to be a father to his children again. And she had had all these stories. Amen. She had had a story about, you know, that there were a multitude of people that were gathered together and had no food to eat. And he had fed 5,000 people with only two fishes and five loaves of bread. Amen. And she had had many other stories she had of him and how he preaches and the people get astonished at his doctrine as he preaches and now here she was and she had a baby and a baby was sick amen and said it was grievously vexed by a devil amen and now here she is and the doctor had come and looked at the baby and the doctor looked at the baby and they done all that they could do and I could see the doctor walk to the lady and, and the woman and the husband and shake, shake her head and say I am very sorry but there's nothing more we can do this is all that we can do. I am leaving. Just get ready to bury this baby. Oh, hallelujah. And no doubt maybe her husband started to get ready and get the casket ready. No doubt the husband maybe started to look around to find a land to purchase for the burial of the baby. But this woman said, I don't want to know about lands. I don't want to know about caskets. I am looking for Jesus. I don't want to know about anything else. I have had all of them, and I want to get to him. Oh, hallelujah. She said, I'm going all the way to find Jesus. Amen. No doubt I just started to make a way and get ready to go. And the people started to say, oh, you can't go to Jesus. Jesus was sent to the Jews and you're not a Jew and you can go to him and, and besides it all your husband holds a great reputation here in town and, and you know if you go you know your husband might divorce you and you become a widow and you know many other things that he said too but no, you're not going to have any chance with this but she said I'm going to press on 
even though all the odds are against me, even though all that you are saying there is a truth to it, but I don't care. I want to get to Jesus. Amen. I am going to press my way till I get to Jesus. Amen. And she made her way to Jesus. Amen. And here she is now with the feet of Jesus. And as she gets there and is trying to, trying to say, Jesus, I need help. And my daughter is vexed. And, and now here comes the biggest blow ever. She had every right to turn her back and go home. Because the very one she trusted in had called her to be a dog and told her there's no, there's no way. But Brother Branham speaks here and he says, he said, you've got to come with the right kind of approach and right kind of an approach to God. He said, if you come selfish, if you come in any other approach, but the right mental attitude towards God or any divine gift, you'll never receive any benefit from God. Is that you've got to come with your surrendered all to God. Is that look at the Syrophoenician woman. Is that when she was told by Jesus, it's not right for me to take the children's bread and feed you dogs. Is that what would you have said if he had called you a dog? You'd have said, I'll join, I'll join the, next, the next church. But not her. She knew who she was talking to. She said, Lord, that's right. You are so right in that. But the dog is willing to eat the crumbs under the master's table. But Branham said, that got him. That got him. She didn't give up. She didn't turn back. But she stood there. Despite all the odds, despite all the facts, she got there and everything Jesus said was exactly what all the friends told her that was going to happen. But she went with faith and said, I believe. I am not going back home without not seeing my daughter healed. And I believe that ought to be the attitude of the believer. I am not leaving this place until I see my son back home. I am not leaving this place until I see my husband back home. I am not leaving this place until I receive my deliverance. Are you with me this evening? Amen. But Branham said that was it. He said that's what he's waiting for you to do. Humble yourself to such a place. No matter how God sends it to you. If you healed instantly, if you healed by degrees, if you're put off, amen, that's what the prophet said. If you are put off, like Abraham was for 25 years waiting for the promise, but instead of getting weak, he got stronger all the time, giving praise to God. Just so that you know, that God promised it, and you accept it for yourself, it's got to come to pass. Amen. Amen. God promised it, and you accept it for yourself, it's got to come to pass. Amen. Amen. It cannot fail. Amen. You know, it's time for us to take God on his word. Amen. 
Hey man, many a times, you know, we take the word and we, we take the quotes and, you know, we read and it becomes something intellectual that we hold on to. And we push it off to another time to say, well, maybe one day it'll happen. But God is looking for an attitude that says, no, if it's not happening today, it's happening tomorrow. And now did you say, no, I'm not giving up on this one here. I saw it in the word. You said, if you were mindful enough to put it in the word, then I'm going to be mindful enough to believe it. And I know if I'm mindful enough to believe it, then you'll be mindful enough to bring it to pass because it is your word. Hey, you women this evening, hey, man. That's the attitude that God is looking for. A people that oppress on them. That's by what the situation is. That's by what the circumstance is. Amen. Brother Branham in another quote will say that she said the right hand. She said the right hand. She could have said many things after that. She could have said, well, if that's your attitude, well, then I am leaving. But she said the right thing. And when she said the right thing, that caught God's attention, Jesus' attention, and said, let it be unto you according to your will. And the scripture says in that very same moment, her daughter was made whole. That God is leaving today. That God is still alive today, amen. That God is in our midst today, amen. That God is not dead, amen. But he's looking for someone, amen, that's going to press on and say, I'm going to believe it that way. I'm going to take it that way, amen. I want to see that God again, amen, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Maybe tonight you will say the right thing. If you just keep pressing on. Maybe tonight you will say the right thing. And you will catch his attention. Maybe tonight is your turn. You went with this evening church. You are serving a living God. Amen. He's not a dead God. He's not a God of history. Amen. He's a God that is made alive today. Amen. He's waiting for someone to press on, to press their way through. Amen. Amen. Are you with me this evening? Amen. It was Wednesday, Brian was speaking and he told some faith. And all the faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God. And faith is the revelation of the will of God. Amen. And we know it is the will of God for you to be healed. It is the will of God for you to be delivered. It is the will of God for you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It is the will of God for you to receive a refilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That is the will of God. But it's going to take someone to press on into it and have that faith to believe to say, God, that is your will. And if that is your will, I can come with faith and confidence knowing that I am going to receive it. Amen. Brother Branham said, your healing might not happen instantly. He said, it might happen in degrees, but you hold on. He said, it might put you off. It might put you off. But that's not a reason to turn back. 
That's not a reason to find a second, a second, uh, you know, a second, a second opinion or a second chance. Or, but that's the time to hold on. That's the time to hold on. Amen. That is His will. Amen. I don't believe that we ought to be satisfied. Amen. Sometimes we get to a place where we get satisfied. You women the same in church. We've got a place where we get satisfied. You know, I've got home and, you know, my kids are now, my kids are now all serving the Lord. And, you know, it's all good. So now I can relax. Are you with me? And we get satisfied. Well, you know, I've come, I've come to a place, you know, had an experience with God. And it's great now. We're just waiting for the rapture. So we just wait. And we're just going to sit and wait. Brother was saying on the Wednesday, preach to me. Just preach to me. And now we're just waiting for the rapture. And we start to rest and we get satisfied. Amen. But God is not looking for a people that are satisfied. Amen. He's looking for a people that press on. Amen. Hallelujah. Abraham had every right to say, well, you know what? I am satisfied with everything. But at that hundred years old, he was still holding on. Amen. Though he was old, but he was still holding on. Amen. He wasn't giving up on the promise that God gave him. Amen. And maybe some of us have come to a place we've had a born again experience and that's wonderful. Amen. But maybe we've come to a place that now we are in that shell. Amen. But Abraham talks about it. He talks about that eagle in that shell, amen. And it's sitting there in that shell and it's surrounded by that shell, amen. In that shell, that eagle is limited. Amen. It's limited to what he can see, amen. In that shell, that eagle can hear the voice of the mama, but she cannot see the mama, amen. It's limited by what is surrounded, amen. But there comes a moment, amen, that something ignites in that, in that eagle in that shell. That eagle starts to say, I've got to peck my way out of this place, amen. I believe it's time for some believers to start pecking their way out of the shell that you've created around you, to a place where you've got unsatisfied and, and you've got relaxed and, and you're just sitting there and you're just waiting for God to say well we're waiting for a rapture and that's all about it but God is saying press on don't be satisfied there pack your way through pack your way out amen hallelujah when that eagle came out of that shell and she started to see things that she had never seen before when she came out of that shell and she could see God and for what he is, amen. But in that show, she couldn't do that. Amen. It's time for us to pack out of the shell that we've been in. Amen. Press on. Amen. Don't be satisfied. You say, well, you know, I'm doing my best. Listen to tape doing that. Press on. Amen. Don't stop. Say, Lord, there is more. Amen. There is more. If we are still here, there is still more that we can receive. There is more of filling of the Spirit. Amen. There is more that He wants to do with His bride if we are still here. But if we are not giving ourselves, if we are relaxed, how was the rapture going to take place? Um, it's time to press on. There's no time to back down, but it's time to press on. Amen. God wants to reveal himself in a greater way than he ever had before. There is more. 
There is more in the tapes. There is more, amen. God is not over yet, amen. He's not over yet with you, amen. You don't have to be satisfied where you are. He's not over yet, amen. Keep pressing on, amen. His promise has got to come to pass, amen. There is a vision that he has of you. Are you women this evening? There's a vision that he has of you, amen. You haven't finished that vision, amen. That's why you're still here, amen. Keep pressing on, amen. Everything is coming into place. But step in that vision, amen. And press your way through. Hallelujah. Press your way through, amen. We've had all the mechanics, amen, church. We've mastered all the mechanics, amen. We've mastered the mechanics, friends. Let's not let this message be some intellectual things that we've got in our minds. This message lives. This message lives. Elisha came to a point, he took the mantle of Elijah and he smote that, he smote that Jordan and he said, where is the God of Elijah? He asked for a double portion. He said, I'm going to press on for more than this. I have seen great works, but I'm asking for more than this. Brother Branham said, this Elijah is this bride. Amen. Where is the God of Elijah? Amen. It's time for you to pick that mantle. Amen. That God is still here, but he's waiting for someone to pick that mantle and say, where is that God? He wants to prove himself to him. Hallelujah. It is not just to pay the mechanics. We've got the mechanics. It's time for the dynamics to kick in. Amen. He said the dynamic will be a refilling of the Holy Ghost. But some of us have got so satisfied. We've got so satisfied that we've left behind the refilling of the Holy Ghost. Are you with me? Are you with me? He said, that is the dynamic. But we've got so stuck on the mechanics. And we've left out the refilling of the Holy Ghost. It is a reality. There is a true refilling of the Holy Ghost. That will make you press on. Oh, hallelujah. Don't be satisfied where you are. If you are still here, God has still got a purpose for you. Amen. It's time to put wings on this message. Amen. It's time to put wings on this message. Let not this message stay in a shell. Amen. But let's pack away out through this message. And let it live again. Amen. But it's going to take you and me to press on and get ourselves out of the way. And have faith, amen. It was in the book of Acts. You see those people that received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. On the day of Pentecost, a supernatural experience had happened. The people were hearing languages they've never had in their own language. And these people don't speak that language. And I said, what is going on? And all this marvelous thing that happened. But you see, from that moment on, struggles started coming your way. Battles started coming your way. Persecution started coming your way. You see, if they are staying 
paid um, and said we had that experience um, and that's enough for us. Um, you see, at some point in that road, um, they would have turned back um, or they would have fallen by the way. But when they saw the persecution, when they saw the trials, they said, brethren, let's go up in that room. Amen. They said, what we got was good. But I tell you, friends, we need more of it. And they went in that room and they stayed in that room and they prayed in that room. Until the Holy Ghost came again um, and it said the building shook again. Um, oh, hallelujah. Um, the one that has said, God, um, we want you to give us boldness. Um, amen. There are many threatenings against us. Um, there are many battles against us. Um, Church of the living God, um, you are living in a season um, that the battle is going to get harder. What do you need? Um, it's a refill. Um, go to that room. Hallelujah. Go to that room. Um, stay down until you get a refill. Um, we need boldness um, to face the trials. Um, we need a refill. Um, amen. Amen. Well, I'm not saying come to the altar. Wherever you got to go back there. If you got to buy your bedside, go back there. Say, God, I need more. I need more. Amen. We are waiting for a rapture, but the enemy is not sleeping. He's going to fight them. Many trials are going to come. Things unexpected are going to happen. All the Satan wounds is for you to turn back. All the Satan wounds is for you to lose your victory, for you to lose your confidence, amen. But the only way you can hold on to that victory and that confidence um, is stay in that presence of the Lord and for a filling of the Holy Ghost, amen. Amen, are you with me this evening? Amen. I say to you, young person, don't stop. Don't stop. You've had an experience, don't stop. I tell you, church, I had a right, I mean, we had an experience with God many years ago, but I purposed in my heart, Lord, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to press on, amen. I don't care what it's going to take, but I'm going to press on, amen. If it comes to a point I'm going to have to lose it all, I'm going to press on, amen. Don't stop, young person, amen. Press on with everything that is in you. Deliverance is yours. The Holy Ghost is yours. Freedom is yours. But you're going to press yourself into it. You're going to walk your way into it. You're going to have to fight your way into it. Satan is going to put every obstacle your way to make sure that you stay cold, that you stay formal, that you don't respond to the word, that it becomes just something that is just mental, and it's just something that you get distracted when the word has been preached. It's going to do everything to do that in your life. But don't stop there, young person. God want to speak to you. God want to use you. Listen, young person, God didn't call you to this message just to leave you sitting on a pew. God called you to this message for a purpose, amen. Some of you are preachers sitting in there. Some of you are preachers' wives sitting in there. Some of you are deacons sitting in there. But
But you're gonna have to press your way, young person. God laid this on my heart on Thursday afternoon. I said, Lord, I don't understand, but I believe that you want to say something. I don't know what it's like in ahead, Lord, but if you're telling us to press on, God help us to do it. From the youngest to the oldest, help us to do it. God is the one that know what is ahead. We don't know what is ahead. God is the one that bring the messages. It's not the preacher that does them. Press on, young person. Press on. The Lord is your light and your salvation. You don't have to fear. The run horse is going to camp against your young person. And horse is going to camp your house, your parents. The enemy is going to come against you, right, man? But understand confident, don't you fear? Because God is on your side, amen. Press on. Amen. There was a prophet one time in the Bible by the name of Elijah. There came a time that the Syrians were looking for him. The Syrians came and they surrounded the camp where the prophet was. And early in the morning, the prophet's servant woke up and she, he went out. And when he looked, all the, all, the, all the camp was surrounded by the Syrians. And the servant ran to the man of God and he said, hey, we are surrounded. We are surrounded by enemies. It's only the two of us. But there's thousands of them surrounding us. You might be sitting here in the evening. It might be only you and your family. But there's a thousand surrounding you. But you see, the prophet didn't have any fear in his heart. The prophet said, Lord, open the eyes of the servant. Open the eyes of the servant. Because there's something greater than the enemies that surround you. Are you women this evening? There's something greater than the enemy that surround you. And when he opened up the eyes of that servant, he looked on the mountain. And there were horses and chariots of fire. Oh, hallelujah. There may be many enemies that are surrounded you, but I want you to know there are horses and chariots of fire that are surrounding this bride. Hallelujah. Open your eyes. You are surrounded by angels. You are surrounded by God. Hallelujah. Press your way through. Don't be afraid. Let an awesome gather against you. Let not your heart fear. Let war rise against you. Stand confident. The pillar of fire is still here. The angel is still here. Brother Brown said, whenever this message is played, it's prayed, the angel is there. I tell you, the angel is in the service. The pillar of fire is here. You're surrounding you, saying, press on. Oh, if you can just look on the other side for a moment this evening. If you could just look up for the herald this evening. 
He stands on the banks. He said, enter Master Tabernacle. Press on. You are almost there. Hallelujah. The morning is just about to break through. But someone's going to have to keep pressing on. Don't turn your back at this time. We'll press on with all that is in you, amen. Press on with everything that is in you, amen. Amen. It's time one to say, Lord, I'm taking you what you want. Amen. You died to set me free. You ascended into heaven to send your spirit in my life. And say, Lord, I'm walking out of this prison. I don't know what prison you've been in, but walk out of it. Walk out of that prison. You've been in a prison where there's no desire, there's no burden for the world. Walk out of that prison. Walk out of there and say, I want to press on. I'm sick and tired of sitting here. You've been sitting in a prison where you don't know the purpose of your life. Walk out of that prison. Walk out of that prison. And say, God, you promised me. God, you brought me here. You elected me. What will you have me do? Walk out of us. Walk out of us. Walk out of your fear. Walk out of your anxiety. Walk out of your depression. Walk out of us. Hallelujah. He's here. He's here. He's real. He's true. Many times we say we're waiting on God. The church, God is waiting on you. God is waiting on you. God is waiting on you. He's waiting on you, young person. He's waiting on you to walk out of your prison. Walk out of the shell that you've been in. He called you for a purpose. He chose you for a purpose. There are angels that are here this evening. God has sent your need and has sent angels down to meet your need. They come every service. It's not just the service. They come every service. And you're knocking on every heart. And you're searching everywhere. You're looking for an opening. You're looking for a surrendered heart. They come here with a commission every service. A commission from God. And after every service, they go back to God and bring a report to them. You women this evening. God knows what you're going through. God knows your trouble. 
And every service, there's an angel that comes specifically for that. But he's waiting to see, what are you going to do? I say, church, from this time on, let's change our ways. Because I don't know why I'm so burdened. But I believe the God is speaking to us. He always does. But God is fixing to do something. But he needs people. He needs vessels. He needs lips. He needs hands. He needs feet. He needs you. He needs me. Listen, little David. It's time for you to pick up your stones. It's time for you to pick up your stones. The stones is F-A-O-E-T-H. That is what? That is what we need. It's faith in his word to press on. That faith is a revelation. Brother Branham said, pray for revelation. David, it's time to pick up your stones. They've been lying there for so long. It's time to pick up your stones. And act upon the word of God. And press on on that word of God. Never give up on it, amen. Press on with all your heart, amen. You have slain the bear. You have slain the lion. You can slay the giant. You can slay the giant. All the trials that you've been through, there might be a greater trial coming the way, down the way, but he's equipped you for it. You can slay the giant. Young person, you can slay the giant. You steal the bear for a purpose. You steal the lion for a purpose. Don't be afraid of the giant. Don't be afraid of the giant. Brother Branham said in Perseverance, Chicago 1963, he said then, we find that he got the bear and finally the great showdown came. When they came, the grizzly bear bigger than, when they came, a grizzly bear bigger than any of them. He was a man of giant, and David knew that with God. He was more than a match for him, no matter how big the opposition was. With God, he was more than a match. He said, yet the littlest man and the most unequipped man, not a fight or a kid, and not an armor, just his bare body, not a shield over him, but a piece of sheepskin wrapped around him. And he didn't have a spear or a sword. He had a little slingshot. You know, two little pieces of string with a letter on the end of it. And he wanted to find that man because he was, he, because he was trying to come after God's sheep. And if God could deliver the sheep, how much more his family? He went me, he said, if God could deliver the sheep, how much more his family and his people? 
Brother Branham said, Chicago, and I don't say, anything messy, tabernacle. Brother Branham said, that's the reason we are here. Is that you are more than a sheep. Is that you are God's people. Is that we don't have an intellectual or a great denomination behind us. But we know that a sickness has caught you. And you are gripped in the curse of the world. And we come in the name of the Lord Jesus. Is that though the doctors have torn you down. We don't care what, what he done. We've come to take you back to health in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. With a little slingshot of his word. Is that two little string the new and the old testament. Holding Jesus between. And we come to take you back to where you belong. If you will just let us. He's here to take you back to where you belong. He's here to take you back to your purpose. He's here to say, press on, church. The musicians can come. He's here to say, press on. Don't turn back now. Don't give up now. We'll press on. Press on. Why stay in the shell when you can come out of the shell? Why master only the mechanics when there is a dynamic? He's going to come in other services. Why not tonight? Why not tonight? Why not press your way through tonight and say, Lord, you've spoken. I'm going to press my way through. I'm going to pack my way out of this. I don't know what you're going through. But he's here. Before the trial began, he prayed you through it. He made sure you were ready for it. Samson had every right to give up. He had pressed his way through and done all that he could do, but he had gotten distracted by different things in his life. You'd come to a place where his eyes were taken out. You'd come to a place where he was bound in chains. He had every right to turn back. But Samson said, I've got a purpose. Samson said, I was called. And I was chosen to defeat these enemies. Even though I felt like Samson had fallen away. But the covenant had not fallen away. Let me say this to you this evening. It may look like all the odds are against you and all the facts are against you. It may look like you've lost your way. But I want to say to you that predestinated seed haven't left you. That promise hasn't left you. Samson cried out on his head. Take me to those pillars. 
Take me to those pillars. Let's finish it. Let's finish it. Take me to those pillars. I am ready to die with these enemies. Let's finish it. I wonder if you can have that attitude this evening and say, Lord, take me to those pillars. Let me lay my hands upon those pillars. Let me lay my hands upon those pillars that have, have been a stronghold in my life. I want to press on. I want to press on. How many who say that this evening? You know your pillars. You know your pillars. Lay your hands on those pillars. Cry out to him, say once more. Once more, Lord. Once more. He's real. He's waiting for a genuine faith that will not date. I'm speaking to myself also this evening. He's waiting for a genuine faith that will not date. The angels are here. They're here. You've waited on God, but tonight God is waiting on you. What attitude are you going to take? What are you going to do from now on? You're going to go back to the same old cycle? You're going to go back in that shell again? You're going to say, I'm pepping my way out of it. We're standing on our feet this evening. Settle down for anything less than a total victory. Don't settle down for anything less for a total deliverance. That is your promise. That is your promise. Don't let Satan rob that away from you. Press on. Press on, church. Press on. Hallelujah. Ask for more. Ask for more. Say, Lord, I want more. I want more tonight. Is the faith? I want more faith. Is the love? I want more love. Is it a closer walk? I want more of a closer walk. Is it a more surrendered life? I want more of a surrendered life. Lord, I want more. I don't want to be satisfied where am I? I've stayed here for so long, Lord. I want to press on. I want to break out of these clouds that are surrounding me. Take me past it. God. He's here. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Sing that song, Richard. In Jesus' name, we pray. 
service I don't remember who was speaking but after the service the thing where the Tim went up and he started to, to close the service and where the Tim said instead of you young people here this evening the one the Holy Ghost come forward I was sitting at the back of the building and there was a little girl or maybe a teenage girl that was sitting somewhere in the middle aisle, a little back in the middle aisle. And when she had the call, they said, if you want the Holy Ghost, come forward. I saw this girl get out of her seat and she started to run. She started to run to that altar. She recognized that's my moment. This is my time. She said, I've come all the way. I'm going to press my way through. I sat there and I looked and I said, there's no way. There's no way that God is going to turn it down. There is no way. She ran to that altar. It's time for some of you to run not to this altar. It's time for some to run to Jesus. Run to Him. And said, Lord, this, the hour is late. The hour is late. What would you have me do? Am I the one to bring in the last one? What, what would you have me do, Lord? Here I am. I'm giving up everything, whatever you want me to give up, I'll give it up. Just send me. I will go. Wherever you want me to go, I will go. That's what Isaiah said. When he got into the presence of the Lord, and he said, send me, I will go. Cleanse me first, though. Cleanse me first. Purge me first. Take away my iniquity. Take away my weakness. Take away my sin. Take away anything that does not please you yes, and make me ready and send me. You say, but I'm just a mom. I've raised my kids and they're serving the Lord. Maybe God wants to use you in prayer. Maybe God wants to bring you on your knees and use you to pray and to intercede. Don't stop, press on. Press on, church. Press on with everything that is in you. 
I speak it in the name of the Lord. Press on. Oh God. Press on. Press on. Sing the song, stay. Brother Andrew, if we get ready to call my man. I know what it's like to be in the presence of the Lord. And I know what time it is because time stood still and bodies were healed your family can be restored and families restored press on your family will be restored because we stayed here in the presence of the Lord
Where else could we go? Where else would I go? Oh, I want 